Welcome in. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Michael. This is the Cuz. What's going on, guys? My name's Ben. We're continuing to spin through System of a Down here on the Polymuse Podcast. It. Keeping it spinning like a roulette. Today we're wrapping up Steel. This. Insert whatever here. Medium of your choice. Steal it as a podcast. Steal it as however you need. An album. A playlist. Uh, Anything. Mixtape. Postage stamp. Mm. Uh, Brown paper bag written on it. A thought. It's art. You don't understand that my art is a brown paper bag with writing on it. Not Anyone could have done that, but they didn't. Anyone could have done this album cover, but they didn't. Anyone could have made this podcast, but they're no not way. us. Wrong. That's completely wrong. This is like metaphysical. This is like <laughs> no one could do what we do. This is a... Dude, you know. Polymuse is not a podcast. It's an experience. Polymuse is a lifestyle brand. Polymuse takes you beyond and above to the stars, okay? And just because we're on the final episode of Steal This Album doesn't mean there's not more System of a Down coming soon. There's way more System of a Down after this. So much. But today, we're playing a little roulette little and Russian hitting the roulette. streamline. Fine with me. Yeah. I think we can handle that. So roulette was supposedly... Put together, written by Darren several years prior to this album release in the late 90s. So Roulette was not a song that I remembered from my original track listings from no, years back. did not make the original mixtape. Definitely not. Yeah, neither did, did Streamline that we'll cover in a second nope. here. But it's it's certainly different tone than the rest of the songs on this album, and it's not one that we get from System very often. It's acoustic. Right off the acoustic. bat, it's an acoustic song. Stripped down? Yeah, a very stripped down. Just him, just Surge and Acoustic, and then just Darren and Surge and Acoustic. And kind of leaving maybe a loveless or a bland relationship. Playing the show and running down the plane in the verse could refer to him... Um, showing a facade while backing out of the relationship just kind of slipping out or as i like to call it jellyfishing out like you're Ooh. not ghosting someone like you you t- reach out and touch back every once in a while then you back away and then you touch out and back away sort of like how a jellyfish looks mm. like it's kind of pumping its way through the water okay i don't know that's a term that i made up it makes sense does it can you visualize it I'm getting the music video visualizations <laughs> i think this song is emo and bad and high school like you're talking about kind of a passive aggressive goofball yeah. way of and that's what the song is. This is bad. I don't know how I feel when I'm around you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think it's very deep. Ah, Do I still feel strongly about you in a loving way? That's not what he said. Am I starting that's not better to give poetry up? than what they said. Well, yeah. I mean, it's because they're not even making a statement. They're just like, I mean, they are, but they're like, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I'm okay with that. I like that. Mm. I like when you're like, man, that's actually very powerful. I think it's a more powerful statement. It's not to be able to say, I don't love you or I don't feel the same way or I'm feeling differently. It's just like, I don't actually know how I feel. Kind of the mystique of a relationship as you're leaving and you're starting to feel another way and you're pulling away and just kind of, I'm not sure where I am in this relationship anymore mentally, although I know I probably am a way out. Yeah, but they don't say that. They just say, I know how I feel when I'm around you, like well, what 60 was he, times. Well, what was he supposed to say, Ben? I'm Write s- some words. Tell how the how does it feel when he doesn't know well, how oh, he feels. Yeah, all, right, all right. We could anyway, be a little bit more descriptive. Describe I'm, I'm how that, that feel. How do you feel about I that? Feel how does that make foggy. you feel? I feel, I feel like but a see, cool you, fog that yeah. I can't see through. I don't know. That's whatever. better. Off the you rip. wrote a better. Did you like that? Off the dome. 
Yes. Okay, get your guitar. We're gonna lay this down. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Again, it's like a you know they've got like the violins in there and some flutes Cello. and stuff, but yeah. it just sounds like a basement band. It sounds like oh, you play cello, you play whatever. That's whatever. Like it's not. So if we, if you wanted to improve the song, you yes. wanted to improve I the would, writing. Yeah. And you'd what? I would jump make it up. You just make it into a. I'd write a whole different part. Thrasher. No, I'd keep this after the after the bridge. Something else. <laughs> like it's not a full. It's like one piece. I'd put a whole different. It's piece. bland, like the relationship, Ben. I guess, <laughs> and I wouldn't repeat the. I'd cut the emo lyrics too. You would slowly jellyfish out of this song. Okay, here You'd we ghost go. This song it's gonna get slowly farther away from the microphone and just walk. <laughs> yeah, away, like that. So, what do you grade roulette? D plus. Damn. I want you to know I started with this as an A. Wow. I like these acoustic tracks, it's, but I want yeah. you to know mm-hmm. I dropped it to a B. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's something I could search out and listen to and add to other playlists. It's a different sample. Yes. It's like kind of one of the only acoustic ones they have. Yeah. So I don't, I don't hate it. A D. Jeez. That's D plus. That's over the top. For the cello and stuff, it gets a plus. Oh, okay. All right, let me make sure I have that for my records there. For the official tally of the official data. You know the folks want the data. They want to split in hairs here. I guess. All right, streamline. Yeah, let's streamline this. Let's stop splitting hairs. Here you go. We're playing roulette. Here we go. Let's streamline things and play roulette. So when was the last time you played Russian roulette? (laughs) Don't know that I've ever played Russian roulette. Thank God. I've taken chances. There's this awesome <laughs> not that way. Wolverine comic uh-huh. called Wolverine Revolver number one. Oh, I and like he's that. like in this gang. He goes to this gang and they're playing Russian Revolver, Russian roulette, and he tells him to put two bullets in the gun. Mm. And then he's like, the first person that dies loses. And then they play, and then he shoots himself in the head. But he's Wolverine, so he yep. doesn't die. Yep. And then the other guy shoots himself in the head, and he doesn't die because mm. he's this indestructible demon that he turns into a demon, and the gang didn't even know they had this demon guy. Well, that's problematic. That was helping them win in this underground Russian roulette ring where they were, like, betting money, and people are, like, dying, and they, like... This is like an X-Men comic. Some of them got pretty dark. It's like, you know, drug, I guess like drug addicts or people who owe debts, but then they're like, you can pay your debt off, but you got to come. So they like, he's in there. So he, the demon is indestructible, <laughs> uh-huh. but what he does is he cuts him up into pieces and then scatters the pieces all over the country. Oh, that works. And does his head last and then buries his head under a mountain in the desert. Okay. So I always think of that when I hear this. <laughs> Because it's the best (laughs) Russian roulette. I think of roulette, I think of Russian roulette, and when I think of Russian roulette, I think of how Wolverine cut that demon into tiny pieces and hit him everywhere, and then he wasn't able to be to hurt anyone ever again. Okay. He wins Russian roulette. That's the point. You can't win that game, but Wolverine does. Oh, I I get it. Were there there ever any villains or heroes named roulette? Ooh, it's likely. I'm guessing Spider-Man. Yeah, some oddball. Check hero. out the Fantasy Draft lineup podcast for our Spider Man villain breakdown. Different podcasts. We're doing System of a Down breakdown. Yep. The music that changed our lives. Roulette not on the list. Wouldn't say it wasn't on the OG mixtape. Not on the list. I'm wrapping them up. Wrapping them up like okay. a roulette, like a like a gun barrel. Good. Spinning them on. What's it called at a casino? Roulette. Yeah. Roulette. Yeah. So maybe it's about that. You bet on black. Or you bet on red. <laughs>
don't change your bet. That's the thing. You just once you you choose one and you stick with it. Yes. Yep. Right. That's correct. That's the way. So streamline. Let's streamline this. Yes. We're gonna streamline into the next song. It's called Streamline. Streamline. Did you know this was on the Scorpion King soundtrack? No. Well, slightly different version was, but yeah. Wow. And uh, a Is version was on the Aerials single release as well. What? Yeah. So it was a B-side of yeah. Toxicity? Yeah. Yes, it was. Huh. Yeah. Surprised. Then they just streamlined it on in. They just, yep, there you go. Is Scorpion King good? Um, You know, the graphics the yeah. didn't, you know, age well. Okay. You can tell it's the rock's body on a scorpion, which was the goal, but it doesn't look so great. The Mummy movies are great, though, which is what that was a spinoff of. Oh, yeah. You remember those? I remember them peripherally. I didn't, <laughs> wasn't obsessed with them. But yeah, there were quite a few in a row that people really enjoyed there. They were fantastic. Boom, streamline. Streamlined. I can't see you across the streamline. My love waits for me in daytime, but I can't see you through the snow blind. That's solid. This is a great song. Yeah. They have so many different parts here. It's really kind of a prog rock cinematic type of thing where it really just dials it up slowly, 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 slowly. You know, it's not like the where they hit you over the head verse, chorus, verse like they do sometimes where it's like loud, loud, quiet, loud. It builds up. It does build. Yes, absolutely. So we do have a little quiet, little loud, but it is building. You are correct. I concur with your listening results on that. So I'm right about that. A little screaming. Yes. A little singing, a little chanting, a little oh-ing. It sounds like the Scorpion King. I can see it it's cinematic. Yes. I can see like sweeping camera shots. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, movie in the desert, you get like just this kind of music going on where it's, you know, just sweeping camera shots, just big desert palm trees. Yeah. Something. It's got a nice guitar solo in there. Mm-hmm. It does. And and screaming and everything. They got a little bit of everything. And it's just, I wasn't there for you. Seems more straightforward. Not all these complicated concepts masked in bringing up discussions of governments and then mixing it with possible lines about interpersonal connections that they do and all this weird mumbo jumbo shit. So maybe True. more straightforward songwriting and concepts in this. They say Snowblind as yep. a reference to Snowblind, which I gave an S. That was a good song. So that's a good reference. Yes. Does a little talking section like they always do. Makes me want to see the Scorpion King. I en- It's a fun, solid watch. Those in the uh, Mummy movies. This is a B song. Cause a B. I'm not going to remember it. I didn't listen to the song a lot coming up. It wasn't one that I had or you had access to, I don't think. I consider this for my S list. Really? I want you to know I did not put it okay. there. I'm giving it a solid A+. Nice. I really enjoy this track. I understand that it's like a movie yeah. track, but I like that we have hit on all the different pieces vocally. Yes. I like we have a little little writing in here instrumentally. I think we're solid on what's going on here. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's solid. It should be more about something like if they had a more of a hook to it it would just it would be a lot more memorable i think if it had more of a hook i don't know it's quite crashing there's some elements of system that are not quite represented here true with the guitars and the drums again it's kind of more of their mesmerized hypnotize style yes it is more you know power ballad that end of the spectrum but if we're looking at like a dozen of our top system of a down elements we want i think there's like 10 of them in here yeah that's a good point 
so as far as is... vocal, instrumental, different moods, different styles that they are capable of. And both the two vocalists, so I'm giving this an A+. I wonder how much they did this live. I'm sure there's a lot you can do with this, build a set around this, kind of yeah. just the way it moves, the way it goes up and down. Yeah. Hit them with the recap. What is on our Desert Island mixtape here, ladies and gentlemen? We Current, got, yeah, we didn't have uh, a good time and stuff out here. Yeah, so I, steal this album. That's it. That's all 16 songs. We've covered them. We've put them in the memory bank into the podcast, which means they are either going to be in our mixtape time capsule or not and were there any s's on this album yeah so i had one track that i bumped up to s obviously streamline streamline was in the discussion for me but i ended up putting mr jack up there those were two that i had uh, under strong consideration because i know that this was not a real strong album for you yeah you had a number of bonus tracks on your s list so our full breakdown here take me one second actually tabulating the data folks we got so much data just constantly being processed tabulating the data. our very valuable opinions are very minute so your s list sugar suggestions war snowblind shame the metro prison song although i mistyped it priston song that could be a whole different whole different Piston element for system. Song. Chop Suey. That's a shocking one. Bounce. Forest and Toxicity. Did I really say Chop Suey? <laughs> what did you do? Sweet Pea, Sugar, Prison Song, Chop Suey, Deer Dance, Toxicity, oh, Science. Deer Dance. And uh, Mr. Nice Guy. No, Mr. <laughs> What's it called? Mr. Cop. Mr. Cock. Mr. Cop. Cock Rock is different. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we've had lots of different uh, discussions on this We album. need to wipe the board clean here. We need to wipe all the references clean, start fresh, new memes, mesmerames. So let's touch real quick. Again, this album didn't chart nearly as well as Toxicity. They were coming off the heels of all the sec- success that that had charting. And it's still a very important place, obviously, for System of a Down fans, as that brought in a lot of new people. I mean, a lot jumped in on their debut album. The Toxicity brought a lot more in, especially with Chop Suey. And this reached number 15 on the Billboard Top 100 and did, you know, solid. So just a couple of notes here. Meteora by Linkin Park debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 100. There you go. Uh, Bleak 182 released their self-titled album. Of course, I think we remember that. I remember that quite well. Oh, with yeah. the, the white album with like the spray paint face on it that's yes. now quite famous now. It was a little bit darker than their previous albums. Good emo. I'm with you. Oh, or, yeah. It's better. Or I miss you, I mean. Way better than Roulette by System of a Down. Oh, yeah. Napster actually came out with a legal version this year. Crazy. They charged 99 cents for song downloads, and I think it went up to $1.99 not too far after for some of them, like the new stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Or $9.99 for unlimited listening. So that was one of the first streamers right there. But let me walk you real quick through the top 10 albums of the year, because number one was a massive, massive hit in my life. Saying goodnight to 2003, once and for all, guys. Don't steal this album. Don't steal any of these albums. But here's, here's some top 10 bangers. Top 10 selling albums. At number 10 was Let Go by Avril Lavigne. I know you love her to pieces. Mm, some pieces of her. Mm-hmm. Number 9 was In the Zone by Britney Spears. I don't remember that as much. Number 8 was Fallen by Evanescence. Banger. Banger. Number 7, A Rush of Blood to the Head, Coldplay. Mm. Don't remember that as much. Yeah. Did you listen to a lot of Coldplay? No. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I was only what that's the thing. I have opened my tastes a lot now, but at the time I couldn't listen to pop music. I could only listen to aggressive music. 
Couldn't do Coldplay. Maybe I'll go back to that one. Yeah. Well, number six was Beyonce's Dangerously in Love. Of course, she was blowing up at the time coming off the Trinity that was Destiny's Child. I still have Writings on the Wall, which had four members on it. That was one of my first albums. Number five was Linkin Park's Meteor, which again, they beat at number one, but ended up finishing fifth. Your guy, Michael Jackson, number ones came out. Okay. Christina Aguilera Stripped was in the number three spot. There you go. Thanks to Dirty and that music video. And that album cover. Yep, with a red man in it. Number two, Nora Jones, Come Away With Me. Huge. Huge. You'll have to vouch for that. It was big. My mom played the hell out of that album. That was a big mom's album. And number one, Get Rich or Die Trying. It's 50 Cent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Best story if there ever was such a thing. Yup. Unbelievable, dude. That was number one. He deserved it. How many mixtapes leading up to that and then finally just blowing up with that, that debut like that? It's just phenomenal. In his first mixtape, actually, which came out just a few years earlier which was more of a commercial mixtape. Like, you did have to go purchase it, I believe. He actually, it was called Guess Who's Back. That was in 2002, so it was the year earlier. And that was recorded in Canada because he had some issues having it recorded, and I think with his name and persona, in the United States originally. So it was actually recorded in Canada. It wasn't even done in the United States. So a year later, after that mixtape and he was discovered by Eminem signed by uh, shady records and Dr. Dre's aftermath interscope, that whole collection there co-signed and put out this album, get rich or die trying is when he really popped off, obviously, but that was a big album for me. Still own that. Got a crack in the hard case. He bought this one, guys. Didn't steal it. He gave 50 cent. He contributed to that number one. See, they can still sell records. This is, they can still sell records. Yeah. What are they, you know, legalizing it up. But that was kind of their standing. Nickelback was playing. Yeah. Yeah, they they had big songs in there. Uh, Stained was big, So Far Away. That was their great album, I believe. They were big. True. We had all-time rejects with music, Limp Bizkit still. So big times, and they were a big part of that scene as well. In their own little lane there, carving their way through. Although, again, we don't feel this is as big as an album. And in all, looking through all the stuff online, this is generally placed fifth in their catalog oh yeah easy yeah oh yeah i just wanted to make sure we were on the same page as the masses yeah just checking to see what general consensus is hillary duff was releasing i'm sorry that just came across hillary duff was releasing music at this time i forgot she disappeared for a while but anyways here we are system of a down 2003 what a weird year i feel so old that stuff seemed so modern and so edgy and some of it still does but some of it seems goofballs to the wall we'll sort it out we'll do mesmerize we'll figure them out we'll tell you what's good we'll tell you what's crazy we'll tell you some more nostalgia along the way some more fun facts some more awesome diversions and dude i'm proud that we didn't steal any albums during the making of this album this podcast sure there were no albums stolen during the making of this podcast we can make that assumption oh we can testify (laughs) to the to the heaven not a single maybe steal this book that might happen but don't. Where'd I put that? I hit it. You can't steal it now. You'll never see. Oh, you hit it. You don't know where it is at. How do you know I didn't take it? That I flipped the <laughs> spine around. Okay. You'll never know. Well, I'm Michael. I'm at least in your top three favorite cousins. Easy. Easy top three. And, and this is Ben. He just, he's also in your top three. I mean, we're, we're the two music cousins. Yeah, we'd be on your all-time the top, top duo. list. I think so. No guests ever. Poly Muse, the duo. <laughs> no guests ever. Two guys... Going through the whole discography. Please five star us on your reviews if you enjoy us. Yeah, that's good.
Hit them up. Five we'll star see reviews. Mesmerize. Talk to us. Everyone loves mesmerize. We'll uh, hypnotize and mesmerize you later. We'll empathize. Well, maybe. And serialize. Yeah. If you realize. Yeah. They're like, system. it's the eyes. It's the, the eyes. Eyes. There's two eyes. Mesmerize and hypnotize. Yes. Which one is which? Mm. And you hypnotize someone through their eyes, too. And you mesmerize them. It's all eyes. And then there's eyes on the covers. I Here we go. You tune in for that. Yes. It's going to get. Don't miss it. Dicey. It's going to get interesting.